Welcome back to the eSpecial Needs Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Blanner. Here at eSpecial Needs, we want you to be able to attain not only the products that you need to help your kiddo thrive, but also get information and resources to help your family function at its best. In this episode of the eSpecial Needs Podcast, we're talking to Ashley Hopkins, who is a WISH manager at Make-A-Wish Missouri in Kansas. We'll be discussing Make-A-Wish, the history of the organization, the types of wishes they grant, and the requirements. Welcome, Ashley. Who are you and what is Make-A-Wish? Um, give us kind of like an overview or the spark notes, how it got started, what they serve, um, how you got inv- involved with it and how they're able to help. Of course. So starting off, my name is Ashley Hopkins. Um, I'm a wish manager here at Make-A-Wish Missouri in Kansas. I actually started off as an intern here. Um, so in my junior year of college, so a couple years ago, I guess, um, I was on the intern side of things. So I got to kind of see into what is Make-A-Wish and um, what can I do to kind of make these wishes come true for these wish kids while I was, you know, just a simple intern. And I really fell in love with it. And um, after I graduated in 2016, I started off here in a wish coordinator role. So I just kind of planned wishes as they came through. And then I just kind of grew from there. And now in 2020, I'm a wish manager. And so I still work on the wish side and I love every minute of it. I love granting wishes and, um, you know, really trying to bring hope to our wish kids, especially during the trying times. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to to still be here and to still uh, make these, you know, life-changing experiences happen. So that's a little bit about me. <laughs> awesome. What does a wish manager do, if I may ask? <laughs> of course. So a wish manager. So we actually do work on wishes. So we do have our own small little um, pipeline, as if you would say, of wishes that we do grant of all different of all different things. So travel wishes and wishes to have, you know, a place at a pool. So we do work directly on wishes. But we also work on um, various projects of, you know, data, data and all that fun stuff. Um, As a wish manager, I still get to grant wishes, which is great because that's kind of why I got into everything. So I still get to grant various wishes of different wish types. Um, But then I also do with um, another wish manager here oversee the wish team. So we do oversee the wish specialists. So we do get to kind of um, touch on their pipelines and kind of help them along the way as well. So um, it's nice to still grant them and then kind of guide everyone in in a direction to grant even more wishes. (laughs) Awesome. All right. And then the other half of the first question that I had was kind of like, give us like a SparkNotes history of Make-A-Wish. So the Make-A-Wish Foundation, um, which is a nonprofit organization, of course, um, we began in 1980 when the first wish was granted. Um, And that first wish was for um, a seven-year-old boy from Phoenix, Arizona, who wished to be a police officer. Um, So it kind of started a while ago, but here in our chapter, Make-A-Wish Missouri in Kansas, we began in 1983 with our first wish. So... Um, to date, we have fulfilled more than 8,800 local children's wishes. That's incredible. Um, and the fo- what a number. I know, so many. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> and then the foundation itself has actually granted more than 315 children in the United States and the U.S. territories as well. Um, so 
uh, a lot of wishes have been granted to date and actually every 34 minutes a wish is granted as well (laughs) that's incredible yeah just a fun fact (laughs) so why are you guys able to help we are able to help you know we definitely rely heavily on our generous donors so whether that be individual donors or corporate donors or um, planned gifts or grants, um, that's how it kind of makes these wishes possible. Um, We're not federally funded, so um, without our generous donors, we would not be able to create the life-changing experiences that we can. Right. So before starting out with Make-A-Wish, what should parents and kiddos know to get a wish granted? Definitely a couple things. Um, The first thing is that we do take pride in all of our wish experiences. So the most important thing is getting to the heart of the child's wish. And once we have that, we will do everything in our power to grant an unforgettable experience for not only our wish child, but our wish family as well. So they've definitely been there along the way through it all. So we wanna create an awesome experience for everyone in the family. Um, And then also, I would say our eligibility requirements. Um, We do grant wishes for children between two and a half and under 18 at the time of the referral um, that are diagnosed with um, an illness that does meet our eligibility requirements. So um, we just want them to know kind of the age range um, of our wishes. And uh, most importantly, that we do say that wishes are medicine. So... Um, research has shown that children that have had wishes granted, it does build physical and emotional strength for them. So um, we're not only creating an awesome experience, but we're also giving them a little bit of wish medicine as well. (laughs) So let's kind of talk about those kinds of requirements that they have to meet a little more in depth. Um, So how do you get to the heart of a wish for a child? We have a couple ways of doing that. So we have our wish granting volunteers that do go um, on the initial wish visit with the wish family. So they get to talk through if you could be, they could ask questions like if you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go? Or if you could be anything in the, you know, in the world, who would you be? Um, So we ask a couple probing questions to kind of get into their favorites or get into things that just make them very happy um, or dreams and, and that they may have. So we ask our wish grinners ask a couple questions as to what they kind of envision their wish experience to be like. And then once we have that information, our specialists here in the office will go through that and create that experience. So they'll bring that vision to life. Um, so we do rely heavily on our volunteers as well to to kind of get to that heart of the wish. Um, but if there are any other questions or things that um, we do have to get a little bit more information on, we'll definitely do that to make sure that it's it's truly what a child envisions and their imagination coming to life. So you kind of also in that answering of my question previously, you kind of <laughs> alluded to more requirements that were for like, um, like the overall health and life of the individual making the wish. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a much better word for it than I just poorly paraphrased, but um, (laughs) could you go more into that as well? Yeah. So they do have to be diagnosed with a progressive degenerative or malignant condition that does place the child's life in jeopardy. Um, Our biggest misconception is that we're for terminally ill children only, and that's not the case. Um, So 
we do have a, I guess, a longer phrase on um, saying the kind of medical requirements that um, are needed to have a wish. But uh, we do want people to know that we're not just for terminally ill children and that we are for children that are diagnosed with various and, and very different medical conditions. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um, so what types of wishes do you grant? Definitely a lot of different types. And some of them too, that we get are just, you know, fully out of a child's imagination that we may have never thought of. <laughs> we did get some of your like marketing materials at the office and it was like, um, a little boy wanted chickens and like a chicken coop. <laughs> and that was, it, it like opened up and it said like, thanks for help making my wishes come true. And like, it would have pictures of his chicken coop. It was extremely cute. Um, so I am Those familiar with some Yeah, they're so cute. <laughs> um, but what other kind of things like that do you guys grant? So they do fall under um, different categories, as we like to say it. So wish to have, and that could be a play set, a pool, or a chicken coop. Um, there's a <laughs> lot of different wishes to have um, out there. And then wish to go. So on a travel wish, whether that be um, internationally or here in the States, we, we grant um, various different locations. And then wish to be. Um, kind of like the first wish, a wish to be a police officer or a wish to be Spider-Man or, um, you know, those kind of do fall under our, you know, younger kiddos, but um, we do grant those as well. And then a wish to meet. So whether that be a celebrity or recently we've seen more YouTubers out there um, <laughs> as our wish, our wishes as well. And then one that is not our highest category, but uh, we have seen this, have seen these wishes as well as are a wish to give. So we've had seen wishes um, to give back to the nurses that have taken care of them or give back to their community. Um, we also grant those as well. That's pretty wholesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what? take me kind of through the process of receiving a wish. So the wish process does begin at a referral. So um, online, you can make a referral. And, um, you know, typically, our referrals are received by either a medical professional or the child's parents or the wish kid themselves, because um, we do have some teenagers that will refer themselves as well. Um, and then after the referral is received, then we do determine that child's eligibility. So we do reach out to the physician just to kind of let us know, yes, this child um, is medically eligible to receive this wish experience. Um, so throughout the process, we do rely heavily on the um, child's physician to kind of just help us out along the way um, with anything we may need to know. And then after the child is, is deemed eligible for the wish, then it's the fun part of really choosing the wish. So um, our two wish granters will go out there and um, talk with the family, really get to know them and make it a personal experience to help them kind of fall into one of those categories of our wish experiences. And then step four is making that wish come true. So when our wish granters do get that wish, um, you know, really driven by that child's creativity. They bring it back to the, the office and then one of our specialists really makes that come to life. So we will, you know, make sure that 
despite of anything that's going on, um, you know, any doctor's visit, anything that they have upcoming, we're the fun part of it all. So we just <laughs> tried to really bring that inspiration to life. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> it's a fun so, job. <laughs> I, I mean, I can imagine. I'm sure it's extremely rewarding. <laughs> it is. It is. It's definitely um, an experience that I would wouldn't change for the world. But if I was ever out of a job for any reason and all our children were, were healthy, then I would be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of looking at things. <laughs> so let's kind of like get into a success story. Um, so what has been a like a success story of a kiddo who received a wish from Make-A-Wish? Man, there's so many of them. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but like, what's one that's near and dear to your heart? Oh, yes. I think, you know, I've definitely granted many wishes over the years. Um, but I would have to pick... Oh, man, so many. Um, I think that I would have to actually pick a Disney World wish as, you know, crazy as it sounds. We get a lot of Disney wishes. Um, but I was actually not only the specialist planning the wish but I was the wish grantor as well so I really got to know the family um, and so to this day I still speak with them and so I think what really stuck out on that wish for me is that I was able to meet this family talk about you know be welcomed into their lives and you know talk about these wish experiences and let them know of the different wishes that we grant and just seeing the kids face light up when i would talk about disney world and you can meet mickey mouse and you can go on rides and um just seeing them light up and then immediately run to their room and bring me their 50 stuffed animals of um, mickey mouses and um just seeing them get so excited and then go on their wish trip and then come back and just have nothing but amazing things to say. And just, you know, seeing that just a trip to Disney, even though it's one that we get so many really does make a huge impact on our families. And I think, you know, as working in the office, those kind of get lost because there's so many of them, but mm -hmm. um, we know that I just know that, you know, that made a huge deal to them and they had a great time and I still get to speak with them today, which is, um, you know, outstanding. <laughs> yeah, extremely cute stuff. <laughs> um, so like, what was empowering about that particular wish? I think it was the fact that it wasn't, I don't get to speak directly sometimes with um, all of our wish families, I don't get to meet them face to face. And so I think actually meeting and, and knowing this family and watching them post pictures throughout their wish trip and seeing them smile and know that I actually, you know, got to meet them and, and I know them personally. I think that's why it meant more because um, I don't get to necessarily meet everyone face to face. So I think that kind of, you know, was the icing on the cake is knowing them personally. Awesome. So kind of shifting gears a little bit, going a little off the script. Um, yeah. so, if, so if somebody was to want to donate to Make-A-Wish, how would they do that? They can donate um, on our website. Um, which is mocan.wish.org. Um, and they can donate um, individually if they would like to have their company get involved. They can definitely reach out directly to our office and we can let them know how that process works and um, get their company set up and, you know, meet with them and, um, 
you know, make sure that, you know, comes to life. But um, if they would like to make an individual donation, there's a blue box at the top of our, in the top right hand side of our website that says donate. And they can just click that and make the donation that they would like. Awesome. That's fantastic. So yeah. last final question. Um, is there anything that I should have asked but didn't? I don't think, but I have some fun facts. Oh, yes, actually. please hit me with fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be fun to share. Um, kind of talking about earlier how our wishes are medicine, um, you know, to kind of back that up a little bit, um, the power of a wish is truly powerful. And uh, about 97% of our parents say that the wish experience not only strengthened their wish child in their fight of their critical critical illness, but it also strengthened their family. Um, so it's really cool to kind of see that a wish experience does, you know, last a lifetime. It really does. And, you know, it's kind of cool to see that come to life and in some research and some numbers that we have on, on hand too. And so that was really my fun fact to share, but. That's um, awesome. I mean, I'm sure it's extremely empowering, especially <laughs> for families in those kinds of situations to have something so like uniquely their own to look forward to. So I can, yeah. I can truly only imagine the amount of like positiveness, positivity, what are, what are words, positivity yeah, that comes positive. out of that. <laughs> yeah, it really is cool to kind of each wish may be, maybe have, we may have four Disney wishes going at one time, but each wish child and family and experience are unique. So, you know, never one wish is never going to be the same as another. So um, is, it's really cool. Are Disney wishes like probably one of the most common, would you say that people ask for? Yes, they are, which, you know, serving kids two and a half to, un to under 18, not surprising. Um, <laughs> but, you know, especially now, kind of with the unprecedented time that we are facing, we have seen a lot of wishes, um, wishes to have that they fall under. So a pool or a playset, And um, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see how a child's imagination shifts to um, what are they wanting to do right now or what are they wanting to do? And it's, they want to have an amazing summer and how can we make that happen? So it's kind of, um, it's definitely our most popular, I would say. Um, but, you know, we have gotten a lot of different wishes that we haven't in the past or ones that may have not been as popular in the past really come into popularity now during this time. So with the, you were talking earlier about like the wishes to give, what do those particularly look like usually, if so, I may ask? <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, those look um, pretty, they don't all look similar, but they all kind of look like they want to give back to their community or want to give back to people that have helped them along the way. Um, that's really a lot, how, a lot of times how they fall under. So we have had wishes to give back to their direct community or to the community that they um, live in or their state or um, the nurses that have helped them along the way or their social worker. Um, and those typically are how they fall under. And um, each kid's imagination, you know, like I said, is very um, different and unique. So those experiences are, are really catered to what the wish child envisions and what they're kind of how they would like to give back. Is it um, to their school or is it to a nurse or is it to their um, neighborhood park? Um, you know, our kids definitely spend a lot of time um, either in the hospital or at school or in their community and they have a lot of people cheering them on. So sometimes they just like, you know, want to give back and give their wish to um, their community, which is, those are definitely some of my favorite. 
Yeah. Those are really wholesome. I had never known that that was a wish that you guys granted. So that was really interesting to learn. Yeah. Those ones, you know, may not be as popular as Disney, but the ones that do come through (laughs) are definitely unforgettable. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for taking your time with me, Ashley. It was great to speak with you. Um, Is there anything else that you want to add? No, I just want to thank you guys so much for having us um, and having Make-A-Wish Missouri and Kansas on the line because it was definitely an awesome thing. I was really looking forward to it personally, but um, I know that Make-A-Wish is very thankful for all of you guys that have done amazing things and gone above and beyond for our Wish families in the past. And we're very excited to work with you guys in the future as well. And, you know, just thank you guys so much for, for helping us make these wishes come true. Yeah, absolutely. We are glad to be here. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Ashley. No problem. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the eSpecial Needs podcast. Visit us at eSpecialNeeds.com for a wide selection of adaptive equipment, therapy items, daily living aids, and sensory solutions. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is produced and hosted by Catherine Blanner with help from Jason Hinklin Lauderdale.